Yeah, I always tell people ever since I like started there, like Penn State Shenango is like Sharon's hidden gem. Because I mean, definitely made a huge impact in my life. Welcome everyone back to another round of PTP. Uh, happy holidays to all of our amazing uh, listeners out there. We hope that this time, which we know is tough, brings a renewed sense of happiness to everybody. Um, I think <laughs> now's a good time to focus on things uh, that we're thankful for and grateful for. And hopefully that's what the holidays can do for us, especially in this horrible, horrible year of 2020. Um, and I, I'm sure that we can all agree looking towards the future, things seem to be going in the upward direction, maybe. Or maybe that's just the way the podcast makes me feel. Yeah. I don't know. I, I really don't know. Because I always feel really good when we, when we do these. Like, I'm always excited because, like, you never know what's going to happen in the next hour. So the last like We need like, to be all- more cheerful today because this is our holiday episode. Yeah. Yes, I agree. Yes. Um, so we're going to celebrate in our own weird little PTP way. Uh, I don't have any announcements. I, I was thinking I was going to say something, but I'd rather just have this episode be about the holidays and, you know, getting ready to celebrate the new year. And because of that, because of our super excited holiday episode that we've got going on, we brought on somebody today that I think we, we know without a, a doubt that we are going to have a blast with. This person, if there was like a wall of fame at Shenango, this person would probably be on it. And in fact, this person is. is on a giant window. <laughs> if there was a Mount Rushmore of people at Penn State Shenango, she, she might crack, uh, crack that top four, I'll be honest. It's possible. Um, and I think too, like, I know we talked about it a little bit at the beginning, but I think right now it's really important to highlight and, um, you know, appreciate our healthcare workers. And, and she is one of those fantastic healthcare workers. Uh, again, this person has a ton of accolades. Uh, she was our 2018 fall commencement speaker. She's been involved in everything under the sun. She's done ASB, you know, countless times, probably more than anybody else. And she was even, she's been employed by Penn State at some points as well and she is a great personal friend so we welcome shauna phillips thank you thank you hi shauna hi shauna how you doing girl i'm so good that was way longer than i intended it to be so very nice of you that was that was absolutely excellent you put that in such a great way like she would definitely make it to the rush Wait, Mount Rushmore. <laughs> Mount Rushmore. <laughs> I was like, Rush? Wait, that's not right. Well, if I thought if I was thinking of like four people that like have had like a major impact, I think Shauna would, would pretty much have to crack the top four. Yes. I mean, she's she's on the fitness center windows. Yes, forever. Yeah. So it's yeah. like if that doesn't get you on there. It's engraved in the Shenango. Yes. <laughs> Shauna, I have two questions for you. All right, I'm ready. My first one is holiday themed. Again, super weird. Would you rather have reindeer legs for the rest of your life or Rudolph's shiny red nose for the rest of your life? Hmm. 
I think the red nose for sure. Really? Yeah. Why do you say that? Um, just because it's a light. I get like super skeeved out in the dark, especially like at my house because there's no street lights anywhere. So if I walk outside, I feel like I'm going to get attacked by a grizzly bear, <laughs> like <laughs> out of nowhere. So if I had like, you know, a red nose, it would, you know. That's a good point. You would never really need a flashlight. You like, no. you know, those creatures that follow you up the steps at nighttime when you turn off all your lights, they wouldn't even come close to you. Yeah, so, literally. That's exactly, I mean, exactly it. Good call. And if, if you ever need to cover it, concealer. So, win win. That's what makeup's for. I'm just powder That's exactly what makeup's for. Mm. <laughs> all right, second question. Wait, wait, can I just interject? Because Shauna is a healthcare worker. So she probably has dealt with this mask knee. So technically you're probably like used to like the red nose already. Yeah. And the like red face and just. Yeah. Yeah. So this is just, you're like, I'm living. Yeah, basically I already am Rudolph. So yeah. He's Rudolph the nurse. That wasn't a fair question. Cause I'm already there. Touché. <laughs> Mistake on my part. So Shauna, how did you end up enrolling at Penn State Shenango? <laughs> Honestly, it was like <laughs> my last choice. <laughs> <laughs> like I kind of like didn't make it, like couldn't make a decision, and I, which is crazy because of how like much I blossomed there. But it really wasn't even on my radar whatsoever until I couldn't make a decision about where I wanted to go to college, and I ran out of time. And I was like, well, guess I'm staying home. I got accepted into a bunch of other nursing programs like Edinburgh, IEP, Clarion, but I couldn't decide if I wanted to like be away from home and what to do. And I was like bouncing back and forth. And next thing you know, it's, you know, the end of July and <laughs> had to make a decision. So. Well, it was, our, it was our gain at the end of the day and you've become a wildly successful nurse since then. Mm. So, I mean, it was my gain too, but. Yeah. At the time, 18-year-old me was just, you know. Your 18-year-old self, uh, you know, didn't have it all together and know what's going on. Wow, that's, I, I can't believe that. <laughs> I know. Which is what we've honestly heard from a lot of our student guests on this yeah. podcast is that, honestly, Shenango wasn't their first choice. If it is, that's great. It wasn't their first choice, but as they've been at our campus, they've been able to blossom, like you said, Andy, and to go on to do really amazing, great things in yeah. your field which you are currently doing right now yeah I always tell people ever since I like started there like Penn State Shenango is like Sharon's hidden gem because I mean definitely made a huge impact in my life awesome so Shauna what are you currently doing right now let the let the listeners know I think we gave it away that you were a nursing <laughs> graduate yes what are you currently doing so basically all I'm doing is working <laughs> at Sharon Regional. So I spend most of my days there. And are you, are you an RN? Yeah. Yeah. So what, what does your day look like for those who are like maybe thinking about going into the healthcare field, but don't really know like what an RN does throughout the day? Well, it kind of depends. I mean, I think it's a little bit different for me right now because I've kind of like gone up the ladder. So I have a lot more responsibility than mm -hmm. I, you know, did initially a lot more responsibility that I don't get paid for, but you know, happened. <laughs> yes. um, 
But I mean, pretty much, I mean, start my day, go in, um, meet up with the night shift. We have to go room to room and, you know, get report about every single patient every day, which is very time consuming sometimes. Um, and then from there, honestly, it just kind of depends on what's happening. Sometimes I'm able to like go see my patients right away. Sometimes I have to go directly like to a patient to, you know, give them medicine or do whatever with them before they go for testing um, or any kind of procedures. Um, Cause I work on a cardiac floor. So we have a lot of people with um, heart issues that go for a lot of testing, like first thing, like six, seven o'clock in the morning. Um, so normally I hit the ground running most of the time. I don't know if that answered your question. Or no, not. it totally answers my question. <laughs> it, yeah. I mean, yeah. And honestly, it, it varies day to day because, you know, sometimes I have to go to different units. Sometimes I have to work in like the intensive care unit just to like essentially be an extra a body down there because they don't have enough nurses. Sometimes I have to work on the COVID floor. Sometimes I have to um, cover and do like rounds for like the clinicians that we have. It's just. And you've been working the whole time through COVID, correct? Yes. This is, I've actually worked in, yeah, three different hospitals technically since COVID. So what's, what's the experience been like for maybe those who hear about it, but don't really understand like kind of what's going on within the healthcare field? So like at first, when it COVID first happened, we would have patients that would come in and they would be, we call them PUIs, like person under investigation. Um, they would admit these people into the hospital and it would take like a couple of days for their test results to come back. And like nine times out of 10, they came back negative. So the beginning of the year, we had maybe like occasionally like two or three COVID patients in the hospital. We were like freaking out. We were like, what the heck are we going to do with these patients? Like, we don't know anything about COVID. Um, super stressful. And this was when we had like, like I said, two or three patients. Mm -hmm. So fast forward to probably about a month ago, um, things kind of like got super crazy. We've been almost at full capacity with our COVID unit um, had to transform like one of our other floors. Like we had to like block it off and they had to put fan like negative pressure fans in um, to make them COVID rooms also. Wow. Yeah, that's crazy. I think that's the most inf information we've had like COVID related on this podcast since we started. Yeah, super, super overwhelming just because it's, well, it sounds like you're killing it though, Shauna. And I mean, I'm glad you brought up the fact that you, you've been at three different hospitals because if you weren't going to talk about it, then I was going to talk about it. The fact yeah. that you've, you've kind of had like, you know, I mean, you've had no shortage of, of um, opportunities to work. I mean, yeah, you're... yeah that's a, it's honestly a blessing. I tell Jamie that all the time. And it's a testament to how hard you work too. I mean, I think mm -hmm. that's the other part that I, I wanted to, to kind of bring this, you know, You've, you've done a lot and you've put a lot into this profession and you're obviously getting a lot out yeah. and, you know, circling back since we went down this COVID rabbit hole. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Donna, what would you say some of your favorite memories uh, were here at Shenango? Uh, I'm probably top of the list would definitely have to be spring break stuff. Um, 100% changed my life. Um, so that always is like top of my list for any, anytime anybody asks me what my like 
best experience of my life was like that always you know takes the number one spot um and I think otherwise just like making friends and just you know I don't know became a family pretty much very depressing (laughs) not being there now (laughs) Jamie's standing behind me with a piece of paper that says meeting me (laughs) I said favorite memories favorite memories not traumatic (laughs) memories traumatic (laughs) regretful (laughs) just kidding we love Jamie (laughs) so yeah I I mean I would say my best memories would be making friends and then definitely the ASB stuff For those that don't know the ASB Alternative Spring Break, um, can you just talk about, you know, the places that you've been and, and a little bit of the work that you, you did on those breaks? I know you did a lot. You don't have to, you know, tell us every little detail, but can you just, you know, give the listeners just a, a, a quick run over where, where you were able to go and, and what were you were able to accomplish there? Yeah, so with um, the Alternative Spring Break that I went, I went on three times to uh, Belize and Belize and then Belize again, <laughs> which... <laughs> um was a hundred percent the reason like why I kept going back honestly I'm not sure I mean I guess I might have um looked into it if they were going to a different place but that was like a big factor in my decision making is the fact that um they went back to Belize um so we went to pretty much the same community all three times uh the first time we um created a library for their school system their local school system. The second time we put, um, I don't even know what it's called, like this, I don't know, it's not like drywall, but we put it on the ceilings to like cover because the roofs are metal and there was just like beams going across. So that every time it would get hot, it gets like a hundred degrees in the middle of the day, all that heat was going into the classroom. So we like put up this barrier to kind of block the heat. Um, and then the third time, we helped with their community garden um, that they were just starting to build. Um, they're very big on, you know, growing their own food. Um, so we helped do that, helped dig trenches, um, put up, I don't even know what they're called, just like these barriers to block the sun from destroying the plants and, and things like that. Um, we harvest the food. Um, delivered it to people. Yeah, I always thought that was so cool that, you know, you get a chance to not only travel and see a different, you know, part of, of the world, but also, you know, get a chance to to really help help out, help out a community and really make a difference. I think that's just so awesome. Yeah, and that's how it was, like, the first time, like, you know, that was, like, the biggest, like, sense of, you know, going and helping that community. But then, like, the second two times since we are going back to the same community, um, that kind of made the experience different because we then like kind of created like bonds with them. It made the experience a little bit different, a lot more, it made it a lot more personal, I guess the second two times than it was the first time going. Shauna, I really thought one of your favorite memories would be selling tickets at the basketball game <laughs> and tear down. Yeah. I mean, that was like number two and a half on the list. I just, I didn't want to like overwhelm you guys with too many things yeah. that were great especially the teardown of all the chairs and the bleachers that's my favorite yeah. part honestly especially the times when I ran my foot over with the bleachers and then yeah, woke up yeah. With the on my feet those were fun I, times thought I broke my toes that was cool uh-huh, oh, uh-huh. <laughs> definitely 10 out of 10 experience 
Oh, and sitting by the door when it was snowing. When it's sub-zero weather. Opening the door and just like getting like smacked in the face with snow. And the people were like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm like, are you? Are you? Are you sorry? Do you remember the one time Gilman, was it Gilman Cuso? Didn't she bring us in hot chocolate? Yes. That was so awesome. She's like, I know you girls are cold. So I brought you hot chocolate. I'm like, you're an angel. I know. I basically needed like a parka. Yes. And warmers. I had a blanket. Yes. Definitely. um, While DJX on the court living in all the glory, he has no idea that we're freezing on the ice. Yeah, I know. I think I might just try out for the basketball team next time. Does he care? Does DJ care? The answer is no. Um, I, I, I do care. I do care. Um, there's just nothing that I can do about it. So I, I appreciate the fact that you guys were, were able to hold it down in, in such harsh conditions. Uh, I, I hope the, uh, the, the Gatorades and uh, the, the leftover popcorn sufficed as uh as payment for those uh for those uh of the barrel popcorn <laughs> left leftover popcorn and cold pizza battery kernels at the bottom yes <laughs> no, oh, i mean it wasn't horrible but i like watching the game so yes you know awesome. hit me up in the future <laughs> well let's say you we take this to the holiday uh, yes holiday oh, triple m Merry oh, magical and mm, um mm, <laughs> good. Honestly, are you saying real words right now? I can't really tell. You're like, you're like so you're like half delayed and then you like speed up and I'm like, I don't I don't know what you're saying. I can't make out the words that you're saying. It's okay. It's nonsense, which is okay. what the poem is. Okay. So yeah. let's go there. It's Melissa's merry amusings. Ooh, I like it. We're going to be super merry today. Let's go there, shall we? Yes. Onward. (laughs) Question in our Melissa's Merry Musings. (laughs) Oh, wait. Okay, I have one. All right. (laughs) Without without researching of any kind, i.e. Google, i.e. Bruce, name (laughs) one ingredient that you believe would be in figgy pudding. Oh. I'm going to start with Shauna because you're our guest, Shauna. So what is one ingredient you believe is in figgy pudding or would be in figgy pudding based on the name figgy pudding? Honestly, I was just going to say pudding. Pudding. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that was like the first thing that came to mind was pudding. okay. So pudding, what flavor? Like what, like... Um, probably vanilla. Vanilla pudding. Okay. All right. Bruce, what about you? Um, probably cinnamon. Cinnamon? Okay. I, that's a good guess. Cinnamon. Mm-hmm. D. Jackson. Um, I actually have two answers to this. Did so... you Google any of this? <laughs> no, I, no, I didn't. Good answers. No, no, no. I, I legit didn't Google it, but I'm just okay. going off of it. I a hand check during this part. I know. I should have had you lift your hands. I'm not googling anything. Um, My my first my first thought is since it's pudding and it's like basic like milk, like milk being in it. But I feel like that's too easy for this, and I feel like figgy pudding has some sort of like random meat to it. So I'm like I don't know like like I'm gonna go with like uh, like either like pig parts or sausage or something. Cause I feel like this is, is super random. Like pig this, parts or this so- Okay. All right. Okay. I see where you're going. Okay. 
She's going to go Andy next. Not Piggy with a P. <laughs> well, I, no, I'm just saying. Like, I, I think that, like, I think that if you say milk like a regular pilling, I feel like that's too easy for this segment of the show. So I have to think outside the box. Okay. I like it. All right. I'll be honest, I have no idea what it is, but I'm gonna guess Same. sugar. There's got to be sugar in it, right? There's I mean, definitely sugar. Maybe can sweetened condensed milk. Okay. So are there, are there, are there figs in said pudding? Figs in figgy pudding would make sense. Figs and figgy pudding would make sense. I feel like so I'm wrong. We're going to go. Okay, so Shauna said pudding. Bruce said cinnamon. V-Jack said big parts. And then Andy said sugar or figs. Okay. Funnily enough, because I did some research on this. In the beginning, when this was first invented around the 14th century, there was meat. It was a savory dish. Oh. And it was like this, almost like this stew, like this, this, um... Oh gosh, what did they call it? It was like almost like a porridge, but it had like raisins and currants and meats and vegetables. Basically, it was just a concoction of this. So like British cuisine, not known for, you know, it being the most tasteful thing in the world. But the traditional figgy pudding that we know of definitely has cinnamon in it, definitely has sugar in it, definitely has milk in it, but it does not have figs, which begs the question, Mm. why figgy pudding? Do you know the answer? I don't know the answer. Basically, uh, figs like they they uh, interchange it with the word plum, hmm. and dried plums are what? What are dried plums like? Prunes or yeah. raisins, yeah. currants, Gross. kind of stuff. Yeah, but no, it's like made with with like it's basically like a bread pudding. Hmm. It has like milk, cinnamon, flour, all that kind of stuff in it. But yeah, no figs, no pudding. Very interesting. Who knew? Who knew? So in, a, so in a way, all of us were right. There's no pudding in it, and there's uh, no figs in it. So no, you weren't all right. Oh, well. D-Jack, you were right circa the 14th century. Boom. There was meat in it. There was go paper. way back, the answer. You go way back. So. I might make you guys some of that. You totally yeah. should. Oh yeah. yeah, I want the. I'm music. not gonna lie. Yeah, I'm gonna, not gonna lie. That does not sound appetizing. I, I would. That would be a hard pass. <laughs> be a hard pass. Can you make it with the ingredients that we said in in the podcast? So, so like, that would almost parts. be like the trifle that yeah. Rachel yeah. Green made on Friends <laughs> with the pudding and the meat. That sounds delicious. Yeah, I'm my onions. Onions. <laughs> it all up. <laughs> Take that bad boy. Oh my gosh. Okay, next question. Would you rather volunteer to decorate a hundred Christmas trees or assemble and decorate a hundred gingerbread houses? Bruce, I'm gonna start with you. You look confident. I'm gonna go with the trees. Have you ever made a gingerbread house? I have. Did you enjoy that process? I did not. <laughs> There's too much uh, like fine pieces and stuff like that. So it's like, nah, I'd rather go out and just throw stuff all over a tree and call it a day. Okay. You didn't say it had to be neatly. (laughs) So you're just going to do a hundred crappy trees. Okay. There might be one good one and then the rest are probably crappy. (laughs) All right, Shauna, what about you? Um... I would probably have to go with the gingerbread houses. Just Do you because... make them usually? 
Um, we have like the last two years with the kids, but I'm like anti Christmas trees right now. So really, you have so many cats. Jamie has so many cats. I have no cats. <laughs> yes, they've like destroyed the tree. And when we were trying to put the lights on the tree, it, it was just you, you know, it made me very mad. <laughs> no good. No good. Um, <laughs> so it was not a good experience. So I would definitely have to go with the gingerbread houses. I found it very difficult to make them because I one I realized that while making gingerbread houses, I would make a terrible engineer, and the house would cave in. So structurally sound. Yeah, I, I don't know. It was like, not structurally sound. Mm-hmm. I like. The, it was like icingly sound. So. Yeah. Djack, what about you? Trees or gingerbread houses? Uh, I'm going trees, and it's not even a a, a thought. Um, gingerbread making gingerbread houses is extremely messy. I feel mm. like I would just uh, slap one uh, one bulb on each of the trees and call it a day. <laughs> oh. You didn't you didn't say how well it had to be decorated. Hey, just slap a bulb on there. Call it a day. I should have said each tree has to have a thousand lights and a thousand balls on it. (laughs) Andy, what about you? Once again, you can still just throw it. No, I was going to say, to be fair, we, uh, Andy and I decorated trees uh, yesterday and it, it, it didn't work out well. So yeah, (laughs) one ball. Um, well, hanging the lights on the trees is, uh, and, and doing it neatly is, is a little harder than expected. So you get what you get. <laughs> it definitely takes patience. It's a patient filled oh. job. Yeah. Andy, what about you? Uh, man, both of those sound just truly painful, but Ginger, I'm just, I think like the gingerbread houses is just so messy. That's like why I don't like, I've never liked it is because once you get started like maybe like you put up the four walls and like, it looks fine. But then like, once you start putting on the roof, it's a nightmare. Icing's everywhere, little gumdrops places, little M&Ms. Yeah. It's like way too messy for me to deal with. So I'm going to do the trees, even though decorating a hundred trees sounds equally as painful based on yesterday or whatever day we decorated trees. I mean, we put the lights up vertically because it was like easier than it was going around. It's what, if you were to think in your head, what would David and Andy decorate a Christmas tree? Like, what would that look like? It looks exactly like you would envision. I don't know. Based off of how David just answered that question, I just envision him like grabbing like a whole strand of lights and just like throwing, tossing them and then plugging it in. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. 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 I feel feel DJ is so meticulous in the stuff that he does. I find it very hard to believe that like you would be okay with that kind of work. That is, that is very true. And I'm very, very particular. However, if it's something that is extra, then I'm just, just like, just just throw it on there. (laughs) Just just do it. Just throw it on. That you have to, you have to be prepared for. So I think we chose the route that gave us a medium amount of frustration. Mm-hmm. I can't wait to see it tomorrow. I'm totally going to just love every moment of it. 
So I'm actually going to go with the trees on this one because I love decorating Christmas trees. I think it's like, I love the lights. Put on some Christmas music. I'm there. I'm, I'm there for the whole thing. So, okay. Next one. We're actually going to do a little secret Santa with this one. So I have everybody's name on a little card here. And then when I call your name, you have a budget of $20. What are you buying your secret Santa? Uh, so we're going to go with Shauna first. Let me pull a card for you. You're buying for Bruce. <laughs> oh, man. For $20? $20 gift limit. I don't want to go first. Um, I would buy him $20 worth of the world's smallest knickknacks that they sell. <laughs> like I bought James the world's smallest video game. They have the world's smallest like Rubik's Cube, <laughs> the world's smallest um, harmonica. <laughs> I, would, I would just grab a couple, you know. All right, D-Jack. I'm going with you next, friend. Are you ready? Yes. Oh, boy. Oh, my gosh. You picked Shauna. What are you buying her? Um, I am going to get her, with that $20, another cat. <laughs> with the family. Another cat. Another cat to play with the family. Honestly, all five of Jamie's cats have been free, so. Oh, okay. So, okay, so I'll pick again. This will be like a bougie cat if it's $20. <laughs> um, no, I'm, I'm going to, I would get you um, a nice pair of mittens and hand warmers so that when you're working the gate again at, at the games that, uh, you know, you're not cold. So, so I, I owe you that. That's nice. Mittens, mittens. Not not the finger, like actual mittens where it's yeah, all like one thing. Can you imagine me trying to like slap out the muscle? <laughs> yes. no yes. That would be hilarious. I'll be like, here you You're go. just like shaking it out here. Take yes. it. Hence, hence why I said the mittens. It'd be actually <laughs> hilarious. Well, that was a thought foolish kind of gift. Ish. Okay, Bruce, you're next. You are. Buying for Andy. Oh God! Nice. What are you getting him? <laughs> See, I was actually thinking like getting people nice gifts, not like mean ones. That's okay. But since it's Andy. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Get him a bougie gift card. <laughs> I was gonna say I'll buy him a couple cases of Fuji bottled water. That is. From spring water, not purified. That's and he does not like purified water. Ah, uh, hey, that's that very that's a nice and thoughtful gift compared to the, the one that, that's in the background of of my. Right. Much more thoughtful than other people are. See, it's it's slightly passive aggressive. <laughs> yes, it but is. But it's also nice. So. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> it checks versus boxes. Somebody right. who will remain anonymous. Um, wishes that they would have been able to answer that question. <laughs> Just saying. I like it. Okay, Andy, you're next. I didn't do this on purpose. It's literally the name I drew. You got me. <laughs> I was really hoping I'd get Travis. He's not on here. I know. 
Yeah, I can I can pick him. I have his I have his too. No, I think you should have to pick or buy for Travis. I have to buy for the only other person that hasn't been bought for yet. Oh, DJ. Which is my BFF DJ. No, so that's I'm gonna super, be even better. I'm super looking forward to that gift. I don't know. It's hard. Like I feel like my my normal go to would be like something like joke or or sarcastic, but I feel like um, I, I don't. I don't think I could do that. Oh, that's not true. I mean, we've we've gotten you weird birthday gifts before. Oh yeah. Um, Which I still God. have all of them. I don't know. I want to be creative with it. This is tough. This is actually really. I'm not. I'm. I. I spend like weeks thinking of uh, what to get people. So this is hard for me to be on the spot and try to think of a gift to give someone. Wow. So with your twenty dollars, you would need an extra week to figure it out. I would need two or three days. Yeah. Um, okay. But I was I, like, I would have to get you something like in my head right now, I'm thinking of get you something like that would be for stress relief. Like maybe some like magical unicorn um, stress ball, I think would be good if that exists. I'm sure it does somewhere out there on Amazon. Maybe I would see if there's a really cheap um, hot cocoa of the month club. Nice. Hot cocoa uh, of the month club. <laughs> First of all, why cheap? <laughs> well, because it's only twenty dollars. So I mean, I feel like my. I mean, my... when in doubt, you could just get like a twenty dollars Starbucks gift card. Yeah, no. See that that's too obvious. Like that's too boring. So I would have to. <laughs> the hot cocoa of the month, though, just like makes me chuckle because Caitlin calls my dad a cocoa. Something <laughs> <laughs> like a calendar of your dad. <laughs> That you made for twenty dollars and disturbing. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's awesome! <laughs> yeah, he's just gonna—he's gonna love you after this airs. Calendars <laughs> of Cohen, I love it. That's awesome. Okay, yeah. so I'm totally down with the unicorn's dress ball. If ever that was a gift that you wanted to get, goes along with the the tape dispenser. It does. I have It'd a unicorn tape dispenser. Which I got on, I think it was, was it a half birthday that I got that on? The unicorn tape dispenser? I, I, I believe so, yeah. It's perfect. So I picked my BFF D Jack. <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you. I don't know what to get you for $20. I'm thinking I might have to get you like a really big expensive bag of candy corn. Ooh. $20 oh, yeah. $20 worth I, of candy yeah. corn. Twenty dollars worth of candy corn is like a lifetime of candy corn. So I know. Like, yes, I would be. <laughs> what if I did? Okay, I know exactly what I'm going to get you. I'm going to get you some good candy corn, and also like a pizza with like non-dairy cheese on it. That's legit. Yeah. That's legit. That's legit. I'm gonna I'm gonna make sure that you have a nice like dinner and dessert. <laughs> I thought you would get a cranberry sauce for the dessert. No, because he doesn't like cranberry oh. sauce. This is Christmas. Oh. I can't get him something he doesn't like. <laughs> I'm trying that's to legit. be. That's, that's legit. legit. That's a legit. That's legit. Gift. Nice, nice. Uh, what is, we we will have some new things like vegan cheese. That's actually pretty yeah. good. It's actually yeah. legit. So that's like vegan cheese, candy corn. Twenty dollars like... will get me enough to uh, you know get me through the non-candy corn season. Yes. I'm good. Like, I'm happy. I'm content wait, with that. See, I feel like that would make you happy. Yes. So should we the only person that is left is Travis. Who wants to who wants to pick him for Secret Santa? I will. Go oh. for it. 
monster. Or Jamie the Becko. I will. I don't Jamie. think it's say anything. You said a case of monster. I was thinking like some like like moose ears. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I could definitely see that as a gift for Travis. The moose Little ears. Jeep Hot Wheel, maybe. Yeah. I was thinking like a, a Jeep keychain or a water bottle or something like that. Like just all Jeep. Yep. Jeep water bottle, Jeep keychain. Jeep hat, Jeep shirt. Mm-hmm. Like a Jeep threw up on him. Just get him a whole Jeep sweatsuit. Yeah, yeah. The Jeep onesie. <laughs> That's it. That button's at the bottom, so he just has to like unsnap to. Yes. <laughs> I like it. Get him a Jeep a onesie. Flap in the back. Do they make. Yeah onesies in like that size I, yes 100 percent, they do first of all there's nothing you can't buy on amazon so i definitely they definitely have a deep onesie on amazon for adult men no i'm definitely looking right now because now i'm curious <laughs> that is it for my merry musings everybody Woo, shauna yep. any any final words for um, item found? I don't know. I don't think so. I think um. Any words of wisdom? I I don't have any. I don't think. Well, then can can we just say, since you are a nurse who has been working with this pandemic from the beginning, can we just say as our final words, thank you for everything that you've done and are continuing to do. And we support you and we want to honor you because you are a nurse and doing all of the hard things that none of us are doing. So. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. I'm definitely ready for it all to be over. Yeah. Same. Everybody keep on keeping on. Mm-hmm. Keep we on. Appreci- we appreciate you. Yes. Well, thank you, thank you. I'm ready for it to be over and be back to like somewhat of a normal, normal sense of life where I can like see my friends and not work 50 hours a week <laughs> and not live at the Sharon Regional because I'm just thinking about changing my address at this point. So, <laughs> 740 East <laughs> Street, Sharon, Pennsylvania. Let's hope for that in 2021. Yeah. yeah. Well, Thank you, Shauna, for agreeing to do this. Um, I know you're super busy, uh, but I, you know, I missed you. I miss talking to you. I miss seeing you. I know. Uh, I miss you guys. I wish I had a, I like being in school. So like, if I wish I had like a reason to like still be taking classes, because despite the fact that you guys are all like super awesome, I do enjoy school, but you know, here we are. (laughs) Yes, here we are. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, I, I just, I really do believe that, uh, good things will prevail in 2021. So I'm very optimistic that things will turn around and, you know, this does wrap up our 2020 here with you fine people and we won't be back until January 8th because we all deserve some time off to spend with our loved ones and do the enjoyable stuff and, uh, I know I wanted to say one thing podcast related. Uh, this is our 35th episode and we've been on Spotify and Apple um, casts and Google casts and, and several others for, what'd you guys say? Like, like three months, four months. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Uh, maybe less. I don't know. Uh, but but so far on all of our uh, platforms, we have amassed um, 232 unique listeners over those weeks. Now, obviously, not everybody listens every week. Um, not everybody's listened to every episode, but um, I think, you know, we've come a long way doing this. And um, with 232 people who have listened to our voices throughout all of this time is a little weird, a little scary. <laughs> Uh, you know, and, and I think that um, I hope that everybody who's listened has at least laughed, uh, maybe learned something. Maybe, you know, I think today just having a new appreciation for those that are on the front line, like Shauna, you know, kind of describing her horror stories every day at work. But I, I definitely want to thank everybody for listening. I know it hasn't been an easy year, but, uh, you know, definitely a happy holidays and a happy new year to everybody out there. And we will see you in 2021. So as always, stay safe, stay healthy, and stay kind. Peace out. Wear your mask. Wear your mask.